0: What up, you guys? This is Jay from Jay's Manage.
1: And this is Niche from You Thought It, But I Said It.
0: And this is the Chocolate, Chocolate Drop. Drop. Action. <laughs> so, you guys, um, one thing that I have been wanting to do an episode about is culture shift in church. I feel like when people hear those two words t- separately and then also in- together, it's like oil and water. They just don't. Mixed, so I brought my friend Nisha. Hey, all here to discuss our points of view on culture and the church, and do they go together? Um, I posed a question on Instagram, and I said, "Should which one should have influence over the other? Should the culture have influence on the church, or should the church have influence on the culture?" And um, I'm gonna start by like picking nisha's brain like what do you define am i gonna
1: be able to pick your brain too yes what do you
0: define culture as
1: the wave like what's new what's fresh or you know how you'll see people say stuff like they say yeah i feel like that's culture
0: culture is they so like one person on instagram put like a really good definition of what culture means and i feel like it was it was short and sweet and That's to so the point um no it said the way a society sets unwritten rules on behavior and expression of their beliefs that is perfect and i think that is like the best definition of culture i feel like it's the way that we live our lives it's the way that we interact with people it's the way that we hold what standards we hold ourselves to what we value as important i think that is what culture is And then the church, I feel like we also have to define what the church is and what that means in both of our scenarios before we get into which one influences each other. I feel like the church is a body of people. I know that a lot of people that view Christians or people of religion, they view the church as the building, as the pastor, as the attendees, but not as a group of people. Mm -hmm. And I think that the church as a whole is the body of people. What does the church mean to you?
1: I would agree i definitely think it's the body of people and i think also too sometimes when you're indoctrinated for so long it, it is the walls it is the building you yeah. conduct yourself differently when you walk in there versus you being the church wherever you go so
0: yeah I and think. it's funny that she said that as far as like raised in the doctrine um i feel like my shift in what the church stood for was through the pandemic Because through the pandemic, I stopped going to a building. I stopped going on meeting with other people in a building, being led by one specific pastor, meeting on a regular Sunday. I feel like that was a shift from my understanding of what the church was. Because now, I don't meet in a building. I have, And then I also don't subscribe or attend one church or follow one pastor. I have many people that I follow or that I listen to that influences my journey in Christ. So, and it's not always Sunday that I turn into. Yeah. I might have my whole praise and worship in my normal, quote, unquote, Sunday feel, which could be on a um, Tuesday. Could be on a Wednesday. Could be Mondays, for goodness sakes, because Mondays are terrible for everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do it on Monday to rub oh. myself up, you know, get ready to go. Um, So, I feel like that's part of a shift. And from doing that, I realized how important the church is as far as um meeting with people of the like minded and um the importance of encouraging one another checking in with one another making sure that we all are challenging each other's growth yeah. which is to me has become the redefinition of what the church is which is the people not necessarily the building
1: i think the pandemic like made everybody uncomfortable yeah i think it just shook everybody's definition and everybody's day to day mode like you know, I, I know for me, I was raised in church since I was like three or four years old. So like, you get up on Sunday, you go to you go to to uh, a uh, Sunday school, yeah. Then you, you go to service, and for me, I don't know. I feel like it's I feel like it's deepened by relationship with Christ most definitely. And right. I feel like it's it's a picture of really what God wants our relationship to be, as opposed to what we thought it should be. Because it's like you feel like you go in the building, it's like you're praying the most, you're crying the most, you're falling out. You get in prayer, people laying hands on you or whatever, and then you leave the service, and it's like I hate to say it, but you pick up the problems and everything else you had. <laughs> <laughs> you pick up the sinning and you pick it all, and not to say everybody's oh, sinning, okay.
0: yeah. So, but like you
1: pick it back up. You know? So,
0: like I agree with you as far as my walk with Christ. I feel like has strengthened through the pandemic because now I'm challenging myself to be accountable on my level of growth like I feel like some people lean towards I mean, we might be going on stage you guys we'll circle back (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I feel like some of us depend or at least for myself I speak for myself I depend on the church for a lot of my growth as far as like what I decided to study in scripture that week what I decided to take away for application for the week or that day or whatever the case may be where at the beginning of the pandemic, me and my friends had even started our own Bible study group. And I feel like I saw the most growth in my husband, myself, and my friends through our own Bible study group that was not even governed through the church at all. Um, And then, you know, as far as like, I feel like you just have to be, um, take more initiative in your growth. Absolutely. When, during the pandemic, I've seen that type of shift. And with that, I think society as a whole has gone through a shift. And that's why I feel like with so many, not, we're not bringing it up. If it comes up,
1: y'all, I can't stop the full
0: <laughs> conversation. But I feel like at the political climate that we're at, culture and church are being blended. And I think that they they do have overlaps, but which one influences the other is the importance. Yeah. Um, I'm not here to get on a debate or a tangent on like how we are being governed in society today. If it comes up, cool. Um, I'm not the type of person, and not because I'm fearful of an argument. No shame. I, I, I have no shame in discussing <laughs> with people, I have no shame about learning from other people. Because again, look, I, I like to approach conversations as a two way street. Right. I want you to hear me, I hear you, and I've had multiple discussions about it. Um, but that's not what we're here for today. Um, I feel like she's saying that to me, y'all. <laughs> I, I feel like the I'm undecided on whether the church or culture have influence on one another. I believe that so far from my perspective at the beginning of this conversation, because through
1: conversation with my homie, I might have a whole nother shift, but for right now, I could see how they go hand in hand. Okay, so before you go there, personally, think about your life and how you've been in church. I mean, even from even early childhood or whenever you started going, what do you feel has influenced your walk more? The church? Or do you feel like culture kind of made you define how you did church? Or do you feel like you went to church and, you know, you lived your life and culture to you was based upon the way the church defined it?
0: I feel like the way that church defined culture is how I lived my life Mm -hmm. in the beginning. I think because a lot of us in speaking from my own personal experience and like how it relates to some other people's. We all, some of us have grown up in a church atmosphere yeah. where we have been, you know, taught all of the rules and sins and do's and do Ooh. nots and how to govern yourself in this life, in, in this place that we live in now in preparation for heaven. So we've already, that's the upbringing that I've had. So that has influenced the culture as far as how I interact with people, um, how I approach situations things of that nature yeah um i feel like now i've seen culture influence church more but is that a good thing or a bad thing
1: i have a similar upbringing to you okay i feel like i was very churchy girl yeah okay skirts down to the ankles (laughs) everything very never wore a skirt down to my ankles. i used to wear skirts in gym y'all my mama made me wear skirts in gym i was raised apostolic Okay, strict episode. i would mean, be going to hell if I had this on, to hell if I had that on, makeup, everything. Mine's wasn't that but <laughs> best
0: believe was in church like all the time.
1: But people used to call me grandma. That was my nickname in middle school and high school because I went to church. And they were like, wow. You just you just like such a good Christian. So we used to call you grandma. Wow. I've been called grandmother. But wow. I will say, again, like you culture, like the church kind of defined my culture, but I will say when I moved to Charlotte. I think I realized how much culture and church is intertwined. Blended, yeah. And specifically when I joined youth, that's where I'm at my bestie over here. Hey, 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 um hey. I for the first time saw how the church took influences from culture and I don't wanna say made it attractive, but I feel like it made it made Christianity more palatable sometimes to youth, and it made it like more accessible for yes, them to feel it like, did. like not oh,
0: necessarily that church is cool, but like that it's not as boring as that was. But that I can still be youthful, yeah, and still be in church,
1: and I can like, I can like, I don't need to just listen to hymns. I could listen to trap Christian music, yeah, that exists, and then I could dance, and I could have a good time. Like I could, you can like, dance and not twerk, and you could go to church and have fun. You could do like, it have a party and Jesus music is playing. It it blew my mind and for I I wrestled in myself because it was like, this doesn't look like church. Right. It's too much of the world or too I'll say secular. That's a very, very touchy word. Very, very Christian word. The secular music (laughs) is a (laughs) And trust (laughs) me, these house parties was not no one was throwing it back. No Lit! Lively. I I had so much freaking fun. And I'm a grown woman. And I was in there, I mean, dancing like, Jesus, we love you! Like, saying that kind of stuff. And it's crazy for her to have that experience because,
0: like, when I went to college, that was the music that I listened to that wasn't very popular. I listened to a lot of Christian rap, which for another podcast episode, I was strongly against the name Christian rap. But that's a whole other side tangent. We're not going down today. But I listened to it and it was so hard for P- adults to understand that I enjoyed that music until they got in my car and they listened to it. And they're like, wow, like this beat is bumping and this bass is pumping. And like, I am enjoying it. Wait, they're talking about Jesus, Jesus. Yeah. And then like, that's how when we went to house parties, we experienced that the youth are picking up on this as well. And right, they did not water down the message. Amen. Like, Absolutely. you know, KB is amazing at getting, like, staying current with what the music is, the altitude is, right. but also still keeping it a hundred percent about Jesus. And Andy Mineo does the same. Um, Lecrae does the same. They all do a really good job of doing that. So I agree with her as far as like, as we've grown up in our adulthood, we've seen culture and church blend.
1: But it's just crazy how music is like the time kind of it's, it's kind of like it is and it, it makes sense because worship is so important and i mean we know him as satan but lucifer was literally like the master of music and it is it is a way of connecting people of all races creeds and it is influenced i mean growing up i've listened to like was super churchy hymns and then we've seen music kirk franklin kind of really came in and really like changed the game for gospel music so yeah. for me he. At a young age, I was like, oh, wow, like, I can, like, actually like putting the song on rather than just, like, watching my mom cry prostrate on the floor because the worship music, it's good. I mean, that's good, too. Yeah, we yeah. Ain't, we ain't diminishing that. And, yeah. But, like, hearing somebody like Kirk Franklin, it was, like, kind of that introduction of, like, oh, wait, like, I can, I can bump to it, too. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like,
0: a lot of people, so on my Instagram posts, we did a poll on which one that won out as far as the influence. And it seemed as though that the church influencing, hold on one second, actually. I think, I think you
1: said the church, I think it was more the church
0: yeah. should influence the culture. Yeah, the church it says on here that the church should influence the culture more than the culture influenced the church. And a lot of people that responded to that, their concern is that false doctrine becomes more ha he- more taught because we're picking and choosing what society finds acceptable opposed to allowing the Bible as a whole to dictate how culture. Can you expand is. on that a little
1: more like give give some context to that? Because so that's very vague. Yeah. <laughs> um let's check out one of these responses. I'm sure you got somebody that gave you a book. Oh yeah.
0: So one of the sources is when the church is influenced by society, stuff like the Spanish Inquisition can happen or teaching false doctrine from the pulpit and completely destroy the Bible for the sake of the people's feelings. If the church influences the culture, ideally everyone experiences the love of Jesus, more and more people are saved and less and less murders and robbery and lying and harming happens and more love more loving takes place.
1: So how do, how do you do that? How do you do that without because what she's saying is to almost to say like as if the church should influence like laws and the way that we govern ourselves. So how do you do that and still make people feel like they have I mean, the basis of what our country is about, which is religious freedom? How do you do that? How do you influence that without it feeling as if people that maybe aren't Christians exactly. to feel like they're not being governed or ruled by a religious sect. Because for them, it's just religion.
0: Yeah. You know? And that's one thing that... That's why I don't think one influences oh, one over the other. I feel like they go kind of hand in hand. Yeah. Um, Because, like she said, I don't believe that the governing, as far as like with laws and how our country is ruled, should be from one religious perspective. Because... If it was done with Buddhism as like the primary religion of our country, we would be the minority. And whatever they make laws based off of, wouldn't speak to us. So we would feel left out and our voice not be heard. So I feel like church and state is a legit thing. Like I think that that should not be a thing. Um, And I guess that's why people think that the church should influence culture because culture is how we live our lives. But I feel like how we live our lives, honestly, is our interactions between people to me. And it's personal. Yes, because I feel like how I treat Lanisha as a friend or as a human being, nobody can govern that. Nobody says that I have to be respectful. There's no law out there for that. True. Nobody has a law for forgiveness or loving, being loving towards the person or um, not judging a person. There's no laws out here for that. Now it is in the religious aspect, however, that's not in the law of society. Like all of us are taught behind each other's back, we're very judgmental, whatever, whatever. Christians included. Yeah. sorry, just just all. We didn't want to exclude ourselves, you know. We all guilty. We all do that. So I feel like in that way, the culture can't be really governed by religion at that point. I feel like as a it's a personal decision on which one influences you more. I agree. And it should be. Yes. So I feel like there is no over umbrella response to which one influences I I feel like it's individual perspective as far as which one governs you more. With us saying that we believe that culture and church go together, how would you explain that like as far as they go together? Like they run the same race. They're not necessarily one above the other. Because I feel like some people.
1: So in in one regard, as a Christian, you would say that the church does trump culture in the sense of how you walk, how you have your personal walk and how you choose to live your life and how you govern your life and how you maybe follow the Ten Commandments or other things, morals, loving people, all that stuff. So in that regard, maybe the church does trump culture for a Christian. But what I think Christians and where we miss the mark is the fact that Even Jesus adapted to the culture of the day. And I think sometimes we forget that that's our job too. Um, That doesn't mean do away with the Bible. That doesn't mean do away with certain things. But, you know, for instance, you know, Pharisees and Sadducees were upset that Jesus was doing miracles on the Sabbath. That was an adaptation of the culture. And also Jesus came to do away with the fact and to dismantle the thought that, there is no freedom in him that you have to go to. Ain't hey, stepping nobody's toes. You choose to go to the Pope still and go to mass and all that. I ain't stopping you, okay? But I'm saying that to say like Jesus came to do away with a lot of that stuff where people feel there's this inaccessibility to him, right? And I, a lot of, and I say this to Jada all the time. I feel like if Jesus lived today in today's culture. With the way that a lot of Christians define what's right, what's moral, what you should or should not be doing, they probably wouldn't like Jesus very much. And they probably would be like, Absolutely not. I, <gasps> I love I the can't Lord. Believe I, how could you say fake that? Fake news. This is a fake Jesus. <laughs> I would know the Lord because I have it in my heart. But I'm like, No, because he probably would be sitting next to that homeless person, wrapping it up with them, and feeding them, and like washing their feet, and like helping them he probably would be walking alongside that girl or dude that just came from a one-night stand. Yeah. that Excuse me. They left on Saturday from the one-night stand in the wee hours of Sunday morning, and they're wearing a club coat to church. he probably walking next to them, talking to them and, and wrapping it up with them. Yeah. I mean, Jesus met people where they were. And with that same um, illustration, I feel like, yes, in, as a Christian, the church is, I feel like, trumps as far as how you live your life you being the church but i don't feel like you should be uh there's like a very churchy saying that says you shouldn't be so heavenly bound with no earthly good meaning you so up there you can't relate to nobody down there you are so on your pedestal of self righteousness and indignation that you forget that like you're a sinner too you yeah. forget that you have done stuff too so for me like that's why for me even that stops i would go to the point where i okay i'm glad you don't know this person okay if secular music would come out, I would go la 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 because that's what I was taught. Versus being able to appreciate music and listen to it, even if it's not you know Christian music, and be like, oh, that's I like that song. Yeah, but it doesn't like shake my life. We make it like very taboo in a sense. I feel like the church kind of makes the culture very taboo, and if they would loosen up a little bit and not be so stiff. I feel like you could draw a lot more people. And I feel like that's why, like, one of the first churches that I came to when I was um, here in Charlotte, I feel like that's why for me, I, 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 it made me loosen up in the best way as far as my relationship with Christ not being so defined by doing these very ritualistic, man-made, I'm going to say that a lot for the people in the back, man-made religious stuff that we have made up that Jesus said, I know y'all say my name, but I'm... Um, <laughs> I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all do realize that sometimes people have church on Sunday and Jesus ain't there, right? I don't know. That's probably offended somebody. i somebody just saying. Y'all are like, you do doing know your tongues and stuff like that. He not showing up. He, he don't know y'all. And I think she touched on a lot of good stuff as far as, sorry, I'm, I'm how rigorous,
0: <laughs> like, how rigid like, church or religion has made it for people. And I know that a lot of people, even when they probably listen to it, they're saying like, adapt to the culture to reach more people god can use anything in Absolutely. order to reach people and i agree so why is it stepping outside the norm not able for god to still reach people that part right there why do we still have to stay in a rigid state to, to still meet people obviously you can tell that even for me and my my journey with christianity the reason why I feel like I couldn't be my authentic self and walk through the sin that God probably, most likely, had already planned for me to be in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And <laughs> I wouldn't have, I would, I would have engaged in that faster and like probably made it through a fat lump like quicker. Yeah. If I was accepted in a in a in a in a church atmosphere to be able to be my authentic self to own the season of life that I'm in, I feel like. As a church, we condemn so many people for their sins, and then that turns I, I i'm I love the heart i'm my heart is for the youth, so working with students and knowing that they come to church what my church experience was and what their church experience is it's completely different If I had their church experience when I was younger i probably there probably wouldn't have been a, a lot of seasons of off off beatness because there's so they they reach me where i was. they're reaching the youth now where they yeah. are. I feel like some people not saying all season um Christians because there's also like some young Christians that feel the same like rigid, rigid um rigidness of the church where they you know we're still old testament and throwing it down each other's throat and quoting out scriptures and which if that's your way of connecting with people is throwing out scriptures so be it if you want to have debates with people and th- that's fine.
1: Because some people are more, lean more to it, like like, the apologetic kind yeah, of. Yeah. Maybe and if that if appeals to them. Yeah, if that's your hustle, th- we need people like you, keep doing your thing. Amen.
0: But as far as, like, what I've experienced meeting the youth and where they are, that's not the culture that they're in right now. And not to say that the church services that you guys are preaching with the rules and stuff like that is bad. It's just the way your approach yeah. is, is what... Absolutely needs to continuously be yeah. evolving. Like, the the culture shift that goes unnoticed, having church online was not common. I'm no. pretty sure having church online also was some, a hard pill to swallow For when it first started. Churches, it because, really you know, it felt like you were lacking the connection with the congregation. You were lacking the actual presence of being in the atmosphere. But we went outside of what we considered the norm. Yeah. And put it online and allow anybody to tune in anywhere. And engagement is different, yes. But you can still chat in the window. They have now online Bible study groups through churches. And then they also have, you know, live services and recorded services. Some of the recorded services even include the praise and worship. So you get the whole thing on your own time.
1: And that's, that's a beautiful picture of how you take the culture of today and you adapt it to reach people where they are. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was, it was, it was very influential, at least for me in my walk, because like Jada said, I, I would be at work on a Tuesday or Wednesday and just put the sermon on, and I'd be hooping the Lord down because you know we all work remote. Hooping the Lord, you better preach, and then still sending my emails, and whatever. You know what I mean? For me, I felt like it allowed me to integrate Jesus a lot more Agreed. in my life rather than Agreed. it feeling very like. 10 a.m. get up and do And there's nothing wrong with structure. There's nothing wrong. That's that's your, that's your, your, your spirit. Wonderful. That's your business. Keep Keep doing doing it. it. Yes. We're not saying that it's wrong. Right. But I think through that, it really made, it just made Jesus more accessible. And I I feel like God was pleased. And even though we did something that was out of the norm norm, and it was culturally acceptable and culturally the thing to do. I feel like Jesus was like, now this is how you take something that's a part of the culture, and this is how you make it you blend them together. You blend them together. This is how you reach people. So like I feel like
0: in the beginning, if we're taking the example of online church, culture did influence the church to get to that point. Yes. However, it 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 started to coincide where it became something that became a social norm, yeah, that the church provided to the culture. Yeah. And I feel like
1: Now everybody's doing it. Yeah. Whether big or small church, everybody has online services. (laughs) Everybody does it. (laughs) And I feel like,
0: you know, it also furthered some people's relationship, like she said, the accessibility. Jesus wanted to be accessible to everyone. That's why he didn't sit with the Pharisees and the the priests to just talk to them about scripture all day. That's why he was out in the streets talking to the woman at the well and letting people touch his clothes and healing the sick, and bringing people back to life. He was he was in the streets, y'all. He
1: was in the streets. In the streets.
0: In the streets, Heavy. okay? Heavy. And I feel like that accessibility is what why culture and church go together, and not necessarily so polar opposite, as far as, like, one influencing the other. I think that they're working together to reach people. But I agree that with that, you also are kind of not necessarily... Question to discuss, Nisha. If you are doing so many like self leading in this type of new age and culture, how are you challenging yourself to expect accept the Bible as a whole? Because
1: you, we're accountable for you think, what do you mean?
0: As far as like right now, you know, where we are having to initiate a lot of our growth, we have to. Pro, we have to initiate the Bible setting. We have to initiate planning the thing. It's not something where we, it's a, a scheduled thing. Like every Sunday, we know we're going to listen to the word, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. But also, there's, when you go to church, once you sit down, you ain't planning to leave, y'all. You probably in the middle of the row. You can't leave. So you <laughs> have to hear the whole message. True.
1: When you're home, if they're talking about,
0: we're hitting a bu- button here same-sex marriage or same-sex attraction. But you can't <laughs> shut that computer down. Yeah. <laughs> and God can only challenge you or hold you accountable for things that you know. So if you are only looking for scriptures or or sermons that
1: cater to you, cater to you, how are you challenging yourself? I don't uh yeah, I I I feel like you can it, it can be both. I feel like you can still tune out if you don't want to hear it. Right. But um I don't want to feel like it's that different, to be honest with you. I just feel like I don't feel like people you can go to church in the past and the pastor can be talking about something, you can just get up if you if it ain't you ain't feeling and it. You really not feeling it, but you can get the up. awkwardness okay, of telling okay, everyone okay, to okay. get out every okay. race anyway so you okay. can leave. Okay. Now Lanisha, Lanisha today and who she is and how I've how I've been able to be in a pandemic and get and find good 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 good, good Christian teaching. If I go somewhere and it ain't it. Owens, we out. That's that's where I am now. But she's right. Yeah. I would have probably before been like, oh, my God, I can't leave the service. Like, And I've experienced that before, being in church and the pastor's preaching, and they're using the pulpit, and they're talking about personal stuff, or they are talking about stuff that's not of God, or they're using the pulpit to condemn someone. And I've just sat there and been like, oh, I guess I'm just going to sit here. Because you don't want to be rude or whatever. Right. But I, I I agree with you to an extent that there may be some times where you feel like, oh I don't want that that kind of steps on my toes. So I don't want to I don't want I don't want to listen to that. So I I agree it it could be
0: both. And another part of that is like we're both moms, okay, mm-hmm. and like we have we take the charge of leading by example, which you can do in the culture that we're in now. However, how do we like continue to lead? I feel like some people this is another version of like the culture in church and spiritual versus religious. This is another thing that's important to understand when we're talking about the church, because a lot of people identify as far as if we're sick for my definition of church, which is the people, people can be categorized in two different areas. You can be religious or you can be spiritual. Spiritual, you know,
1: God, he cool. Y'all got a relationship,
0: mm-hmm. but all the stories about, we don't really mix with. And then you could be religious where, it's black and white. It's in the pages and it's written and it's so. And that can also influence how you interact with people. So I feel like some people that are religious, um, church people, but are religious, um, they would spend, I guess, more time teaching scriptures and um feed that to their kids more than they actually show them the examples of like how Jesus operates in real life. As far as like for me. Jesus, yeah, I mean, he quoted scriptures, but a lot of the highlighted stories that we all know that helps us characterize Jesus was his actions. And I feel like a lot of me as a parent, I would like to teach my per- my son how to interact with people and let his life reflect God. But I do want him to also know scripture and how that is why we do what we do. I want him to understand that behind that. So. Knowing those two types of people, how do you lead the youth? That Because we both have, I haven't reached that stage. Maxine is nowhere near that stage yet. But she (laughs) does. She has a teenager. She also has one that's in elementary school. She's got a newbie. So with all that being said, how do you, in this new culture, where everything is remote, how would you, and you do a good job of teaching your kids how to live your life by Christ. So you show them a good spiritual example of being a part of the church how do you bring that religious
1: freaking pressure (laughs) how how, or how do you perceive that you would like to do that so i i think i have redefined the way that i do that okay um before i felt like i needed so for instance i just i try to integrate it Joel, okay i do it based on their age okay Joel's seven my son is autistic and for him he loves to read so for him We do songs, and, like, I integrate it, like, with our story time at the end of the night. We read a Bible story. Based on his understanding, he may or may not really understand that this is about God, but I'm still introducing to him Jesus and introducing morals and how you treat people and everything like that, because when he does understand, because Mm -hmm. he will, and when he's able to interact with people, I want it to just be a norm for him. Right. Now, for my daughter, who is 17—oh, my God, I cannot believe she's 17— um, and I'm not that old, okay? People. Um, anyway. <laughs> Shut up! Um, she, I feel like for her, it's, it, I integrated more with, like, the things that she's going through. Or, like, what's going on culturally. So, like, yeah. she and I had a whole discussion about Roe versus Wade. Like, what she thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, she was able to, like, even deduce, like, how she feels, like, about it being a Christian. And then also just, like, being able to, my daughter is just, she's. A very kind person she really is and she just loves people like just that's just in her heart so like, she was I'm able to become her person <laughs> like, trying to be one she, her she likes me best she, she likes me best first but i'm trying okay whatever, I'm trying to be like whatever. Number three or four okay she, in the past i feel like with the way that i was raised i feel like i kind of would have I, I kind of would have shugged about the throat hard but that's how we grew up it is so it's like
0: like that's the culture shift right now within the church church being the people is that how we brought, were brought up, and what we've experienced in our adulthood? Which is, while serving the youth, we have seen a shift, and we appreciate that shift because we were able to reach more people—not just the youth, but also within our adult friendships. friendships. We've also grown. So, yeah, you can finish. I
1: just, I, I feel like, um, like you said, I feel like Jesus should just be sprinkled into everything you do. Like, and that's, I'm not saying you don't say God. I'm not saying you don't say Jesus. Let me spell that out to the camera, to the people in the back who are just like, you're just becoming very indoctrinated with the world. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is okay. it doesn't have to be, you don't have I just feel like Christians are weird. They're just weird nowadays. Some of them are very, very weird. It's just like, y'all do realize like, that, I told you that's one of my favorite sermon series uh, that I've heard in like all the pastors I listened to, when they were saying, "like, savage Jesus," because like Jesus really was not like he wasn't about he wasn't super, about getting he wasn't super small, straight laced. He yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't what we tend to try to portray him to be. And I have found, at least in my walk, in all the efforts that you make to try to look so straight laced and perfect, I feel like that's when you mess up the worst. So as a result, I feel like I teach my kids more on them in the realm of, oh, you made a mistake or you did something that wasn't right or wasn't in line with what, okay, how did that make you feel? Like, why do you feel that way? Do you feel that way because it was a personal conviction or do you feel like, you know, you and God are like, God is like, the Holy Spirit is convicting you about that? Or do you just feel that way because you've been told as a Christian that you should feel wrong, right or wrong about this because That's good. I feel like it gives a tool, a dual response. When you, I'm sorry. When you, when you have a relationship with somebody and you hurt them yeah. it's a very different response than just like you should apologize because you did something wrong because that's what you're taught and i feel like that's kind of how religious um being religious is more like well i am supposed to forgive a person 70 times 7 times a day cuz that's what the bible says and it sounds great right but people don't realize that forgiveness is hard yeah and sometimes and like when you have a relationship with somebody as when you have a relationship with christ and it's deep and it's it's rooted in flaws and mistakes and mercy and grace. It's a little easier for you to walk through that with my, my kid. It's easier for me to walk through them with that and try to really make them understand that, like, and somebody will say, your feelings are not real, but they're a part of our lives. So sure. it's like you you have your walk. I You know, you did something was wrong or maybe you did something you didn't feel was right and you feel guilty about it, you feel convicted about it. Talk to Jesus just the same way you and I are talking right now, and it doesn't have to be this like penance. Like I groove everything super you deep, said. like all for, the time. Not so, all the
0: time. For my personal <laughs> walk, though, I feel and I feel like everybody's walk is different, and it always is evolving. And it and should, feel, be. and it should be. It should be a very agile, stress-free relationship, personal relationship, and personal. Yeah, because I feel like at one point in my life, I did a lot of scripture study, and not to say that I've ever stopped, but I was really deep in it, and then I really wasn't into worshiping that often. I was really heavy in prayer, and worship, but I wasn't into attending services and sermons. So I feel like everything changed. I do believe that all of them together is very We're powerful. Together. Yeah. Um. But I feel like we all go through seasons of life like that, but I feel like the challenge I could see with people being spiritual which i feel like i teeter on both and i also believe you don't have to continuously box yourself into classifications. so you don't have to say i'm a christian and i'm a part of the church and i am spiritual and i'm religious and i believe church over culture like we're not doing a whole bunch of check boxes we're just using words that we hear in conversations a lot and talking about our perspectives but I feel like if I had to define myself as a Christian, I would be in between spiritual and religious. And I feel like religious side, the reason why I don't 100% fall in that is just because I feel like a lot of people when they hear religious, they think of Bible thumpers. People that know verses and verses and verses. I feel like religion
1: is more man-made. I'm <laughs> sorry, that sounds so bad. I feel like it's very ritualistic man-made like you do communion on first sunday you and there's nothing wrong with that it's not wrong with tradition but in
0: which are this is where our our, our definitions of religious is different i feel like yes i feel like yeah those man-made rituals and traditions are a part of being religious but i think if i were to like if i saw a person that had a conversation how i could define them as religious or spiritual or if i had to put them in boxes with that the religious person that I talked to, if we had a conversation like about Roe verse Wade, nothing but scripture would be quoted the entire time That's in true. their interpretation of it. Spiritually, if I talk to somebody,
1: it would be exchange of ideas in how
0: Jesus would approach the situation.
1: So when you, it's funny because when you say that word, I don't think this way, but I know how a lot of people define it. Saying spiritual means that you just kind of, just go with the flow of whatever feeling. I'll take some stuff from Hinduism, I'll take some stuff from Interest. It reminds me of like and that's how like it was. So I hear that word and I know what I define it as, but growing up was very triggering to hear because it was like, if you say you're spiritual, that means have you ever seen those bumper stickers on the back of the cars that say like coexist? No. Nah. And the letters like oh, yeah, symbols yeah, yeah, for like exactly. every religion? Gotcha. It's like when you say spiritual, it's almost a negative word, if that makes sense. But that is a negative word. And I think that's where people,
0: well, it is a triggering word to our culture because that's where the divide happens as far as culture and church. I feel like the subcategories of those, if you have, you believe that culture influences the church, then you are a more spiritual person. If you are, if church influences, you feel like church has more of an influence in the culture than I feel like you're a religious person. I don't think like I'm either. I I don't feel like we box ourselves into either.
1: I, but I feel like if you're I'm non-denominational. I feel like I believe in Jesus. I believe in salvation. I I feel like I have to go down the list because I'm not trying to be mean, like or rude. I feel like the 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 realm or the boxes that people have put themselves made in. Yeah, certain sects of sects s-e-c-t-s that's what i'm saying not sex. yeah Of um, well we can talk about that later but anyway <laughs> i feel like i just i don't like what they've defined it as and like i said i just feel like some people are just weird so i'm i am always not denominational i just say i'm not denominational i don't i'm not protestant i'm not I don't. I just don't identify with because I don't feel like any of them really define my relationship with Christ. But that's, so that's why I always say non denominational. But that's a ball for you. No, I never wanted to be anything. <laughs> you never <laughs> wanted to claim. To <laughs> no, gotcha. Okay. I, I, I feel like from a young age, it just it because of what I experienced, it turned me off. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like that. I just think God had been taken away from Jesus. That it hard, just me off.
0: <laughs> like these hard labels we put on ourselves in society in general, like. Let's just exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I feel like we've redefined, for me, the definition of church has been redefined, the definition Absolutely. of like what a Christian has been redefined. Um, culture, I feel like is the only constant that has not changed. The definition of culture has always been the same as, far as it's, it's it's the way, way. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the way that you live your life and interact with people. My definition of it. Interact with people and what you prioritize in your life that is the culture that is the culture that i am a part of and that helps define me now church evolving that's changing church looks different for everybody religion looks different for everybody um so honestly from like the conversation i still believe that they go they they go hand in hand
1: they have to